This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi everybody, it's Chris here from the Gallagate Shots YouTube channel. Just to let you know, as always, this podcast is now part of the 90 Minute Football Network and proudly sponsored by www.pt-4-u.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. Oh, no. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and the Always Smiling Faces podcast. It's the three amigos tonight. Oh, well, I would say that one. We're going to say it anyway. It's the three amigos Whoa, tonight. Oh, you get, you get wrong back, for that type of stuff. Nah, I'll get wrong. Come on, I'll be the, the three musketeers instead. <laughs> OGs are back. Uh, so it's myself, Chris Wallace, join my Mr. Mark Walker and Degger Petri. Uh, boys. Even boys. We haven't really spoken since um, deadline day, really, uh, since since we've all been together. I was going to say in the same room, but as you can see, we're recording from home tonight. Um, but I want to go back to that deadline day and, and obviously the, 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 the targets which were brought in. Um, targets. What's the targets that they brought in? What's it? What's your feelings on it now? Yeah. Obviously, it's been it's been a week on. Mark, I'll start with you. Are you are you a lot more optimistic now? Um, I wasn't till Eddie Howe's press conference earlier today, but uh, yeah, I think we're you know as as we we mentioned on on Monday, we've we've done some decent business. Um, was a couple you know target target and uh, burn that I, I wasn't quite sure about, but. I've uh, I've been a, a bit more impressed when I've seen them kind of in the uh, the training videos and the uh, interviews and stuff that they've done. So feeling a bit bit more comfortable about it. Take and uh, sure. the rest rest of them are bang on. I'm I'm similar to Mark really. Um, I think listening to what Eddie Howe said in his press conference today about the injuries we we'll have to left back, the injury to Wilson, which seems to be a lot severe or certainly worse than what we thought. Yeah. That. I have to be brutally honest. At it, it, this present moment in time, I don't necessarily have the utmost faith in Wood to be the person to carry with through at the end of the season. Now, games, performances, and goals will change that opinion. I'm yeah, only, you know, you've asked you've asked us the question now, and that's how I feel about it, truthfully. But you know, not to be too negative, the window was still a good one. I just think with them little things in the background that obviously them would have knew. Maybe a striker on loan, um, you know, just to to be there in case something happens to Wood. I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's not quite as good as maybe as I thought on deadline day. If I'm honest. Yeah, I think that that press conference today, a lot of things happened today. Obviously, we've got the, the official Bruno announcement as an interview. Um, obviously, photos with the shirts in in Saint James's Park. But I'm um, same as you, Dick. The, the news about Wilson's really 
it's not necessarily hit home with me, but it's really made us take a step back and think, shit. Like, a lot of people were relying on him coming back, Mark, weren't they? Yeah, I think so. It's uh, it's it's your, your main threat, isn't it? So, with, in being kind of without that does does make things a little bit more dicey. Um, I think when we knew it was going to be one of those ones from what it's been said, where it's going to be touch and go around, you know, how long he is going to be out out for. But I don't think any of we anticipated it, it was going to be the last the last few games of the season that would would see him back. So it does does make you a bit more concerned from for where the, the goals are going to come from. Um and then maybe put There's a, a lot more... of people I've I've seen I've seen on social media the last last well the last day really in fact no probably since we didn't bring that striker in the, the the deadline day that a lot of people saying oh we should bring a free transfer in but we can't even do that because we're 25 man squads full now we've we've obviously dropped the likes of Clark Hayden and Lewis out of that team so so you, you can't just bring a free agent in because there's no place or no no shirt number for them um Decker, sticking on Eddie Howe's press conference um questions asked about Lewis being left out of the, the, the team and out of the, the 25 man squad. Apparently, he's got a, a hip injury, I think he said. Um, groin. Something which is. Groin, was I it think, groin? Wasn't it? Whatever. Some sort of injury. Um, In a thigh. Strange one. Strange one, man. I was going to say, Mark, Mark the doctor, I know. will know what <laughs> know. position of the body it doctor is. Doctor Mark will see you now. <laughs> Good God. Uh, no, honestly, I, I, and, and I, I do, I, I put something on Twitter when I seen that news. And sorry, when I seen the news about Dummett and Richie's injury, and my immediate thought was, well, that makes the Lewis decision even more crazy. However, I put it on, someone shot us down straight away and says, no, 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 how we said in his press conference that Lewis is, is obviously hurt. Now, that doesn't really ring true to me either because I'm sure that we lo- tried to loan him out, wasn't that, to Birmingham and he refused to travel or refused to go. So if he had a long-term groin injury or, or something that's been niggling on him, I don't see why we we would even attempt to try and loan him out. So is that politics behind the scenes to just make it not look as if well that's the reason the type of thing and everyone will just shut up now I'm I'm not I'm not you know I'm not I don't know yeah but, but if that, that was the case if that was the case surely um, Lewis would call bullshit on that you would have thought well it true true it just depends on maybe I don't know it just depends on the player in terms of has how had a word with them and said listen we're going to say this I, I feel as if if something like this happened under Bruce I believe that that would have come out I just feel as if the new regime and the way things are going. They're trying to just keep things as smooth as possible. But I think it's a, it's a funny one that he's got a groin injury, which I've never seen before, mm. and, or heard before, sorry, not seen. And if we apparently have been trying to loan him out, that also feels a bit strange to me. It would explain why he's been a bit... He's he's missed a fair fair amount of football, not only this season, but but last as well, if this has been a, a long-term niggling injury. But... Yeah, he has been out the side, so... Yeah. So, but... It, it is like, is it a bit of a, you know, he probably, you know, there's there's nothing to say that he hasn't, but is it maybe that the the playing on that a little bit more and and making it more of a, an issue than it is by saying that, oh, well, he's got this slight niggling issue just to to make things a little bit more straightforward on in in the reasons why he has kept them out of the the squad um, and just trying to maybe lessen the blow by by saying pointing out the the injury. Rather than it's just him, um, I don't think he's good enough, and we're going to drop him, kind of thing. Another one though is Matt Ritchie, long-term injury. I, I didn't even know about that one either. That, that that's a shame. I, I, I think 
I know a lot of people. I've seen an awful lot of grief going his way recently, there, which is because, and I, and I and I do mean this as well. I think when it comes to next year, Richie will be one that moves on because you've seen it with Clark and the the, the beginning of that process is starting to happen. But I still think Richie can still offer something in the dressing room. He still can offer something, not maybe in the first eleven, but he can offer something at the squad. So that that's that's a shame. And again, though, I didn't I didn't hear that one either. Which again, coming back to me point about a left back. If you've got Lewis not in the squad, Richie's in long term. Dummett's injured again; hasn't been training. Obviously, we've got targeting, which is great. But it, then again, I haven't said everything I've just said there. How many left backs do you want to have here? Like we just, we just need to be. These guys need to be trying to hopefully stay in fit. Because um, if Richie and Dummett weren't hurt, that would be three. You know, uh, Burn can play out there. So certainly four. We've got that can play that position. So and Trippier could technically play there. Mankiw can play there. So we do have yeah. a lot of options in that one position. But. It was just surprising news, as you say, Chris, that obviously he was injured or, or long-term, and I hadn't seen any of that, to be fair, until, mm. that, until, that, until that statement. just seems a strange one that, that it is Lewis that, that is the one that's been left out. If there's X amount of long-term injuries in the squad, you could even argue with, with Callum Wilson if he's going to, only going to be available for the last few games of the season, you think, and Shaddy, could there have been a bit more effort to bring a soft striker in? I, I think, that I mean, if you look at the last couple of days before it closed, Last Monday, everything was being edged towards Lingard and Ekatiki, wasn't it? Where it seemed that they were the, the the two that were really wanted to get done, and I think had had the circumstances around uh, what happened at Man United versus what you know what the the agent and Ekatiki have, have have come out and said around his future. I think that's what then left it too late. Um, from a striker point of view, um, I think it just puts even more onus on on Dwight Gale to to be able to to hit the ground running a little bit. Should he be called on? Because there's, there's only really him and Wood now to to take us through until April May time when Wilson comes back. Because even when he you know gets over his injury, he still needs to get up the match fitness, which which isn't going to happen in a in a game or two. So, um, yeah. but it's at least at least having him to, to come back for that running could. Could make a difference to us um, over over the other teams that are you know potentially going to be in and around there. Yeah, I'm just hiding Jagger's face on the comment that just came in there. But but cheers, Josh. You look like can you remember home improvements from Wilson like over the side of the fence. Oh, how that's what you look like, that mate. Show, that show was <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, but Josh says, "Hey lads, hope you're well." As Steve Bruce used to say, "I'm quietly confident we'll beat Everton tomorrow. If there's a good atmosphere, we get Pickford on back Pickford's back." We should get three points. Yeah, so so Jordan Pickford coming back to St. James' Park, a player who normally struggles, um, to put it lightly and put it politely. Do, do you think he's going to crumble again, Mark? I don't know. You'd, you, I was going to say you'd hope he'd grow up, but I don't hope he'd have, have grown up. But I think his performances have kind of matured somewhat, um, particularly through his experiences that he's had with with England and 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 that side of things. Um, I know that he's gone into like counselling and therapy over his his anger issues and getting carried away. So whether or not that comes into play, um, I absolutely hope that we get on his back and, and make him crumble. But I, I don't know if he's maybe just <laughs> must maybe just matured a little bit and and will. We'll play the game rather than the the occasion to to use a catchphrase it's, that we've we've had. In the you know past. what it is you know for fine well the fans will get on his back and, and they will wind him up because we do this with goalkeepers, especially goalkeepers that give it back. Um, Joe Hart used to get it all the time as well. Um, but but Jordan Pickford, Degger, um, it's a 
a lot of Newcastle fans are going to probably have a good two, three hours drinking in them before kickoff. Oh. So the atmosphere tomorrow night's going to be electric. What time are we going out like? <clears throat> I think. Um... Listen, the last time was it was an it was a daytime game as well, wasn't it? That one where obviously he was getting grief. This one could be severe this time. Like, well, it was bad the last time. Don't get us wrong, but to just echo Mark's point there, uh, you would think that experience and I don't think he'll implode like that again. I, I, I would I would be very very shocked if that was the case. But he has a bit of an issue though, doesn't he, in terms of retaliation and really really sort of getting into the moment more than, you know, like being able to just calm it down and just try and play the game rather than the occasion. And he, you know, he's the type of person who I reckon, you know, early on, if we'll get on his back, you never know what type of mistakes he might make. So it's going to be interesting. Like, but I, I'm really worried about tomorrow. If I'm honest with you, I think it's going to be a really tough game. If I'm honest with you. So it's not a great time to play Evan. No, no, it's not. Yes. Yeah. Well, they've had a very, I think they've had a great window personally. Um, They've obviously got that new manager bounce, and I've got a lot of time for Lampard. And some people didn't like him, but I, I think he's, I don't know, I think he, he, he's a type of manager. I think that can get something out of players, certainly early doors, anyway. So I think we're going to be in for a real tough in the morrow, like, um, and it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting to see how, how we cope because I think they're going to be because on Saturday they played. My, my other worry is, and I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but we've had like three weeks off now, right? Well, I know we played a friendly, in fairness, but that's, I mean, it's just a friendly, right? I sometimes worry about a bit of rust. Like I know they've had a, a lot of time to heal and, and refresh and all the rest of it, but I don't know when you need to come out and, and play. I think sometimes too long of a gap is a problem. Whereas Everton having that game on Saturday just keeps that momentum going for them, and that that is honestly my worry for for tomorrow. The only thing because I, I keep seeing people to talk about this this new manager bounce and looking at Saturday, and when you look at the when you look on the face value of things, they had a good result at, at the weekend. When you look at the scoreline, but when you look at the actual the performance and the goals that they, they scored, they were gifted two, possibly three of them, massively. So it it probably looks on on paper a lot better than it, than it actually was in reality, but. That might then give them that that confidence to take into this game um, <laughs> against us, um, and like you say, you know that the fact that we have had you know that that long period of time off without a game, will those two things marry up to 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 that result that you you kind of aiming towards, Decker? Which yeah, obviously I'm wrong, of course. Yeah, of course I'm, I'm worried. Wrong. I'm worried as well. Like to be yeah. fair, um, yeah. it's I, I would have much preferred to have came up against them. In, in their previous guys under under oh, Rafa yeah. when things weren't going yeah. going wrong. It would have been nice to see Rafa back and you know thank thank him for his time here and things like that. But uh hey it's it's not to be. Um I I, I really don't think Lampard's as good as as good as what he what he's made out to be. Um when you, you look at what he's actually done at, at the other clubs he's he's been at but we'll we'll see. He's obviously got a, a, a decent set of players there. Um, the two that you mentioned, the signings that they've made in in Ali and Van der Beek, haven't played a lot of football, so you know that that again could go in our favour if they if they do come into the into the team, because um, you'd imagine they they'll want to chuck them straight in like we'll want to chuck ours in, but at least ours have been playing yeah. playing regularly. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, um, I, I think. He said, I was listening to Lampard today actually, and he was saying some good. He was obviously sticking up for Deli Ali in terms of what he was wearing because that seems to have really getting 
ridiculous Huge. that was. Publicity, was who, who was it? Glenn Hoddle. It was yeah. Glenn Hoddle. Glenn Hoddle. Like, like, what what awful gear, like? Yeah, but it what was, difference does it make? Modern day yeah. football, I mean, like, if yeah, you look at the club that were winning in the 70s and the 80s, man, as well. Like, yeah. I don't know what Hoddle was expecting to come up with a suit or something. I wasn't quite sure, but I think we're probably going like to see Bruno. them play. Like, like, well, Bruno looked lush, didn't he? Like, absolutely lush. Like, unbelievable guy, um, which we'll no doubt get on to very, very soon. Um, but yeah, I think, um, I'll tell you what it is, if we do win tomorrow, and this is because I am probably thinking quite negatively about tomorrow, if I'm honest with you, I, I think, I really do think we're going to struggle. If we can win tomorrow, and hell, tell you lads, this, this, this should be a huge, huge three points tomorrow. It's, and it's if you not think, just for, for us going up, up the league deck, it's bringing everyone yeah. back in the mix as well. Yeah, it is. One, it point, really is, one yeah. point ahead of they'll they will yeah. be if we won. It's 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 a big game, of course it is. And I think, and, and I'll say this again. I said it after the Leeds game. Let's say we will get something tomorrow against Everton. That will be four consecutive Premier League games that we haven't lost. You know what I mean? Mm. And you're just starting to create that sort of um, mentality of hard to beat, hard to beat. I mean, I know you might be you know be winning all the time, but them them points that you're getting, I know people are upset about them when they happen. But if you follow them up with a win, all of a sudden that draw was a good draw. So yeah, it's it's um it's it's a big game the more for both sides to be fair. Yeah. So cause you mentioned him, Dagger, I'll stay with you, mate. Uh Bruno who's a Gamaresh on this debate yeah. in the WhatsApp group. So I think we're gonna stick with Bruno Gamaresh. to be fair. <laughs> Oh, hey, Mark, got a back seat again? I, I know everything about this, Philad, don't you? <laughs> I think you should start with Mark, Chris. Start with Mark. <laughs> right, I'll wear the Mark, so we'll start with you. Um, he, he does his uh, official uh, interview for Newcastle uh, TV. And how well did he come across in that interview, mate? Yeah, he, he just... I'd, I'd love to know what, what our, like, kind of deal-makers are saying to these players behind the scenes because he was absolutely raving about the project, how excited he is to come here. And um, he just comes over really, really good that he just wants to get out on the pitch and, and just play and 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 win. And this is the this, the kind of attitude that we, we really, really need and and want out there um, at the minute with the, the situation that, we, that we're in. He made reference to the fact that we are down there, we've got some tough games ahead and um, we, we need to get out of it first and foremost. But then to, to hear about him, you know, wanting to be playing in Europe, wanting to be winning leagues and wanting to be doing it here. And that that's all he's worried about is winning, is just so refreshing after being talked down to for the last two and a half three years by our manager, let alone the players. So it's it's just lovely to hear, isn't it? So, so positive. It, it really is what you said there. And I think what's what's quite weird is, and I'm going to be honest when I say this as well, is when he mentioned about the Champions League saying, you know, in the coming years, we want to be in the Champions League and one day we want to win it. Even I was sitting here kind of wincing going, oh, careful, careful. You know, because I was. <laughs> because... That's the that's the sort of um, language that we'll get tight with from the talk sport guys and all them, you know, that they expect too much and they demand Champions League football. And I was honestly sitting there going, let's just, just concentrate about tomorrow and let's think about the game after that. But I agree with you. Like the, I was thinking about whatever the meeting's been like in that room when they're trying to sign him to say, this is our plan, this is our project of what we want and we want you to be part of it. And he handled himself so well. So confident. When he's so confident like in what he was saying, um, Really, really excited. Seems ready to go. Wants to play immediately. I, I was, I was getting quite goosebumps in terms of hearing him speak. It was absolutely amazing. Really was. And as Mark referenced there about our previous manager, we've had Bruce there saying things like, "Oh, well, I'm here just to keep things ticking along. You know, we'll keep it ticking along." And then you've got a player 
sitting there the day saying, no, 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 we want to win the Champions League, you know, <laughs> which is ridiculous. How, but, you know. Jake, how great was the bit where he spoke in English as well? So a few sentences. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. yeah. It was great. I was impressed tried, that, yeah, he, yeah. that he talked about that he that he speaks Spanish and French as well, and that mm-hmm. there's other players at the club that speak them, yeah. so he'll be able to talk to them. I thought it was, you know, four languages. Fair play to the lad. Like Roy people, Hodgson. People say footballers are thick, but hey. Right, he's, a, he's a beautiful man as well, isn't he? He's, he's a very, very handsome man. Like He just can't get sick of looking at him, really, to be honest with you. Um, but he just, very well turned out. Do, do you know what I, what I liked as well? And it, I love a bit of arrogance in the player. That's why I like Wilson so much as well, and, and, and maybe Maxi to a degree. But they asked him about like what type of player will we see in you? Like, yeah, and that's quite, that's quite a hard question, I think, for a player because they might go, oh, well, you know, I'll try my best. And, and he was like, no, 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 I love having the ball, I love doing this, I control the play. Like, intelligent he was just player. he described yeah, himself I, as that. Yeah, I'm an intelligent player, and I was like, this get in, son, go on, you sell yourself, mate, all the best. And obviously, of course, you know, listen, tomorrow night, you might struggle tomorrow night, right? But uh, it's just one game here, you know. The, the belief I've got is we've got a player here who is perhaps filling the Kabai role that we've never filled, really. Um, and I think that's kind of all we hope, um, is he does that. But I did love his his confidence at that question of, like, listen, like I can do this, I can do that. Um, it, was, it was really, really good. He, he was brilliant to be fair. Do you think he doesn't come off? over as arrogant, though, does he? Like, he just he comes over as, as being very confident in his, well, that's his own it. ability a, rather than... fine line. Fine line. There's a fine line between arrogance and confidence, isn't it? Yeah. And and he's definitely the more confident side. <laughs> Brilliant. Re- really, really, really great. Loved it. Really did. Loved it. Where do you start, Mark? I'm going to say no, you know. Um, I don't know if he will. No, you know. I think he might be. Um, the fact that he hasn't he hasn't had a, a, a great deal of time to train with the team. I think Mate, he he's had, he's had, had two days. He's had more than, than Kieran Trippier did. True, true, true. So, but that was in a, you know, in a on on paper, what should have been a, a straightforward, you know, easy. Has, he, has, he, had, tie, has but... he had any less than what Chris Wood did? Chris Wood was holding the deep end, wasn't I he? Think, yeah, I, I, think I think Chris that was must, wasn't it? And he's played that he's played in this division one. before. Uh, it, if I'm going to be honest, if it wasn't for, so let's take out of what Eddie Howe said today, right? The way I heard him speak, we've paid forty million pounds for this guy, right? This is the guy that has been the sort of well, just something trippy I was, but he's been the sort of star signing. He's the guy that everyone's, you know, I would have said he starts immediately. But just listen to how today give us that seed of doubt that he's almost maybe protecting him a bit. And he I think it's a bit of a game plan though, Digger. It could be. No, it could be, yeah. It could be maybe playing a little bit of mind games there. And just listen, I think let's be fair here. Eddie Howe would have pulled Bruno well before now and said, Listen, mate, you either are not starting tomorrow or you are. Bruno will know now. He'll know if he's starting or not. Um, I feel I would love to see him start tomorrow, personally. I, I think it just sends a message of real intent and go, listen, we believe in you. You go out there and show what you've got. I, I would love it, personally. But well, I guess we'll know in about 24 hours' time, 12 hours' time, whatever. But we'll know, I guess. Yeah, um, I, I'm with you. I, I think he's been brought in, as as like, like like I said, our marquee signing, probably him, him, him and Trivia, probably on level playing field there. He has to start for me. Like it, the yeah. problem is, who who drops? This is an interesting one. This is an interesting one because, um, I'm all over with the, the formation we might play. Um, I just want to comment quickly on um on Scott's video for Football Manager that we're doing the um the road. What was, yeah. it, what was the title of it again? It was a title. Uh, Survivor, Survivor series. Survivor series, of course. Wrestling should have remembered that. I apologise. Give it a plug, the, Jagger. 
Uh, well, I, I do want to say it's something that I've always wanted to do is to do a football manager series for Newcastle. Always. I love football manager. I love doing all the graphics. I just absolutely love it all. And I've always wanted to do it. But unfortunately, I don't have the time. But Chris has found Scott, a lovely lad, who has as much computer skills as I've got in football manager. And he's doing it, right? And what I do love about it is he's starting it from now. So all of the results leading up to today, he is put into that game and it's ready to go. So the idea is, can we survive? Can we not? So if you like Football Manager and you, you maybe not have time to play it yourself, I would definitely go and watch that because it's it's really, really good. Um, and I also want to comment on his formation that he played. That formation that he played is what I would probably play. But if we do play that formation, then probably Joe Linton doesn't play. Because you always tell everybody what, what the formation, formation is. <laughs> so, sorry, apologize. Sorry. So, the formation, obviously, of course, you've got Dubravka and goal. Well, he's then playing with three centre halves. So, he had Shea right, Lascelles in the centre, and Byrne is the left centre half. Target was the left wing back, and Trippier was the right wing back. Now, that, that to me, there is just like that really fills me with confidence here because I think we've got three, we've got a left hand sided centre half and a right centre. Um, that reminds me of the time when we had Lejeune and um, Shea yeah. in, you know, inside of the cells. I know the cells gets criticised, but I still think he's going to play because he's captain. It also then gives you a licence to your, your wing-backs to really get forward, which we know Target likes to do, and, and Trippier. But it's the midfield. There's only two in midfield then. So, obviously, is it Shelby and Bruno? He ain't going to drop Shelby, I wouldn't think. So that means Joe Linton gets dropped. And that would be a tough one to swallow because I think Joe Linton's been amazing. And, I, and, I'm, and that's what... That's why I find it interesting because I'm I'm unsure as to what formation I will play. Um, so See, for me, for, for me, he's got to play a, a three in the middle and and have John Joe as that that holding deep lie and playmaker in the role. Isn't that, that what Bruno playing. was doing? Is that not what Bruno was? No, doing? no, not not at uh, all. Um, so. That's that's a lot of you know people's are looking at him because he he gets spoken as as a defensive. Uh, centre midfielder, but he's not that. He's not that typical holding, sitting, sitting deep and, and just sitting there kind of player. He, for, for me, he play much better with John Joe at the back, sitting in front of the four, um, as he as he has been in his last game, and he's been doing very very well at it. And then you've got um, Bruno probably to the left of the the centre midfield, and then this is where your question then comes is. Do you go with Joe Linton there and have the two of them sitting in front, which gives you a nice little, you know, a little three that can they can all fill in for each other. They can all kind of occupy and, and pivot, which is the, the fancy word that's that's used regularly in football at the minute. Or do you go a little bit more adventurous and have Joe Willick, who who you know will be able to get forward more and, and support um, Chris Wood? I think ju- just having having that in the middle gives gives you that that flexibility to have either. You know, one of the the two, two pushing forward, or if we're under attack, Bruno dropping back and supporting Shelby in in front of the back four as well, just having that flexibility. But what Bruno's going to give you is is somebody that's going to win the ball. He's going to recycle the ball. He's want to going to want to get you moving forward quickly, whether that's a ball into somebody in front of him or getting it out wide out into, into Maxi out into Fraser. So I think it'll be very very much the. You're getting as excited, Mark. You're getting as excited, Mark. <laughs> well, I think I think what I'm 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 really excited to see him, which is why yeah, I hope yeah. he, he does start, but I I just don't I don't know if he will chuck him in straight away, but I, yeah. I certainly hope so. I think what, what he said on his interview as well, he said that Newcastle have, have bought a, a midfielder, not an attacker. Yeah. Um yeah, so yeah. I think, Do you think what, that was Mark's... a ticket Ashley and Bruce. Why what did they that's say? What, like? That's what I took it as. Because obviously you, you 
Brutal will get what Ashley and Bruce Manley won't even know who they are. Do you not think it's Joe Linton's been been talking to when he's here? No, the fact that no, no, for me, it was very much a look at well, you signed a midfielder, not a striker, because Joe Linton was signed. We cleared him as a striker, but was he a midfielder? You know, is that he never played midfield it, in his life until that. Dig onto that. Mi- he never he played play, midfield. He, play in that he never played, not even anywhere midfield, mate. He, he, he didn't. Played the left yeah. side. He didn't. He played the left he side. Didn't. He was more of a winger, if anything. No. He wasn't midfield. He wasn't a winger. He wasn't midfield, like definitely. You no, know, I, I, I think, I think what Bruno's trying to say is, is he, is he? Don't expect goals. That's what you're saying. Don't expect goals. He recycles the ball, and his job is to get the ball and recycle it quickly to the attacking players. Yeah, and he's there to create, create chances. That's what he's there for. Yeah, well, he's almost the assist of the assist, if that makes sense. That's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. Hang right. on. Um, now, me, me, I wouldn't say worry. That, that's the wrong word. But like, I feel as if Shelby does that a bit. I already think Shelby is the assist. Of the, he'll, he'll find Maxi or he'll find Fraser or whatever. Um, I personally, it's, it's really hard. It's really hard because I am a big fan of playing three in the middle. I think it gives you a, a lot of balance in there, a lot of strength in there. And I always, I'm a bit old-fashioned in me, my mindset of a game is won and lost in midfield. And I, I sometimes feel when we play two in the middle, we'll just get outran all night long. And it seems to be too often. However, I just worry that Joe Linton is, is very, he's been a revelation in that position. There's no getting away from that. Honestly, it's the minority performance is, it speaks volumes. But Joe Linton doesn't give you much going the other way, does he? Really? Like, I know he's combative and, he, and he's been breaking up play and he passes the ball. But that's why I think with Willick, as you've mentioned, Mark, Willick can be the person. I'm not saying he's great either, but we'll get close to Wood. Maybe we'll rely, um, arrive late in the box. So it's a difficult one in how, in how he's got some decisions to make, but that's why he's paid the big bucks. <laughs> that's why we're sitting here. But, I, I like, think you know. the player that you mentioned there, Dick, as well, Joe Willick, for me, I think he's probably going to bring the best out of him. Joe Willick struggled this season. I, I think yes, that's yes, the yes. easiest way to put it. You, would, you, would you would you play him, mate? Would you play Willick over, Joe? Uh, probably, I probably wouldn't start him, no. Um, but okay, okay. I, I think... I don't want to make too many changes going into this game against Everton. I just, I just don't, don't see it happening um, right. because you've got the new lads that come in anyway. So I can't see him then bringing some of the existing senior players in to replace those either. Can't see it happening because I think Target 100% going to be starting. Um, Dan Byrne apparently he's got toe injury, but he'll, he'll still start. Yeah, he'll still start. I can't imagine that keeping him out. Um, Tovid, somebody said. I think it was Scott actually that said Tovid, which was quite funny. Um, So he's got Tovid. Um, Who else? We've got Bruno coming straight in there. And is that it? Obviously, Trippier and Wood will start. Trippier and Wood, I'm not counting those two. But but there's five, really, five since the start of January. uh, New lads, it's almost half your team coming in. And that's why he was saying... Anybody else changing. And that's why he was saying, you know, he, he he was concerned about chucking too many straight in and and upsetting the balance of that team and and that's why I think you know will he will he maybe play it a little bit a little bit more safe and I mean imagine like if, if he doesn't start Bruno imagine the reception he's going to get if he if he comes on second half something like that like the noise that that'll generate and the lift that oh, yeah, yeah. You, like you are right the there. place so it's you are right there like it's yeah. it's 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 a big risk isn't it making that many changes to a starting lineup and again <laughs> as as we haven't as we've said, they haven't had a lot of time to to get to know each other and to play it together and understand. But um so you know, do you there's there's a 
So it's formation, Mark. Formation. So obviously, I've just spoke about three centre halves, two wing backs. Do you still think we'll keep four at the back then, by the sounds of it? Yeah. Yeah. Think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it'll In, be almost a, a, a four-three-three, but really it'll be a four-one-two-two-one kind of thing. So with Shelby as the as the bottom of the triangle, um, Bruno and Joe or Willick as the the front of the triangle, Saint left, Fraser right, right as yeah. as the bottom of the forward triangle, and then Wood Wood at the top of it. Yeah, so yeah. that just makes sense. And in, in in fairness, and what I will say, as much as I I do like the look of that three at the back, because I you know I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of wing backs as well. We have played four at the back on the house since he's come in, and we've had a we had a very good result at Leeds. I, I know it feels a while ago now because of the amount of games we haven't been playing, but like I I do agree, he's probably not going to change formation, you know, overnight almost. Do you know what I mean? So you know, I probably will see four at the back. Like to be fair, so. But with those with those players, gives you. A, a massive amount of flexibility in, in the lineup. You know, for it, like uh, having Fraser there, he can drop drop back in the midfield. If we're under attack, Saint might drop back in the midfield Pro- when, when we're under. But it's more likely that he would then push up hey. into into a into a number ten when we're under under a bit more pressure, and then have somebody yeah. on the break. Which is, the, I mean, that's that's going to be a, a key thing for us is getting people in and around Wood because that's that's where we're going to to get our goals. And again, having Having Bruno and 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 Joe or Will uh, or Willick there is is going to be able to do get do that. They'll be able to run on, get in in their knockdowns and stuff like that. But it'll be able, allow us to move the ball a lot lot quicker, get it out wide and get forward and support. So well, if we don't, if we if we don't get people close to wood, then we're not going to get the best out of wood. Period. Would, yeah. would, would, if if we remain um, if, if if wood is isolated, he's going to look as bad as. All the people that's come before him, you know, it, it, not my opinion here, but a lot of people gr- uh, griefed Yosselu constantly, had yeah. a go at Joe Linton, and I, I criticise Joe Linton as well. But if we don't get players around Wood, he's going to be he's be knackered. His game's gone, I'm telling you. Um, what I am really excited to see is um, uh, Target and St. Maximum's um, link-up, because I, I have a feeling, you know, that them two could be really, really, certainly going forward, phew, Pretty good, like pretty aggressive. It could be almost like an Enrique Jonas situation in terms of going forward. Um, so I'm interested. I'm not saying overnight. I'm not saying tomorrow, but I mean over time. Their relationship, how them could maybe get on, could be good. I think it's a great shout by Rob. There, Bruno will bring the team ten yards more advanced. It's a great shout. Um, like Mark said, there he's not scared to run with the ball that little bit into the final third, and that's going to open the positions up for the likes of Saints. Saints being relied on far too much for this team. So that gives him a bit of a free reign as well without the ball to get into these spaces as well. Yes, we all know that Saint is fantastic with the ball at his feet, but let's see if he can get in these more advanced positions now and, and add a few goals as well on top well, of what I, he already love, has. I love his comment there about Shelby as well, to be fair. Rob's saying, obviously, well, Shelby was an easy target because I've always said it. He's the only mm. player that could pass the ball in my midfield. And I really feel, and I've said this before about Shelby, that I'm not saying he's the answer to anything, but if you have better players around him, I think you could, you know, you'll see a better John Drew as well. And I'd be interested to see how them link up as well. Yeah, so it's a great partnership as well, Graham Dougal. I'll put it on the screen there. Says Trippy and Fraser seem to be get, uh, gelling to, down. Can't get my words out. Gelling to down the right. They've been great the, the last couple of games, really. Um, They've adapted well, haven't they? <laughs> they have more. They've adapted <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, but, but Fraser, yeah. he, he has. Um, I've I've got to give Fraser credit because oh, yeah. it's not just. The, the effort that he's been putting in, but the resilience as well. Like like we said, he was he was playing on one leg at the Leeds game, and he was still going for it, still well, still trying his best. 
Honestly, I, 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 I clarify a few points I said before was, <clears throat> this is when I was defending Maxi because I was upset. But my... my <laughs> Hey, I was no. Week? I, I, every week because I, I, I still, I still find the grief he gets is it's just unbelievable to be honest. But was about assisting goals, right? That like he's an attacking right midfielder and he didn't have a single assist, right? And I didn't really see him as a threat at all. However, he worked incredibly hard. And what I'll also say is, and I'll cast everybody's mind back here. Sheffield United away had his opportunity, got sent off pathetically, absolutely pathetic, got oh. sent off. There's people like everyone saying he shouldn't play again. Blah blah blah. Since How's come in, the change in him as a person, in terms of what he's being given. And let's be fair here, when How come in, people were a bit worried about Fraser, weren't they? Because they didn't, apparently they fell out with Bournemouth and all of that. So massive credit to Fraser, huge credit. And as you say, against Leeds, he's, he's playing with one leg. So, I mean, it, it's great. And obviously Trippier's got so much quality. Fraser's got unbelievable graft in front of him. And if we can have a similar thing on the left-hand side, you know, with, with, with Target and, um, and, and Saint, and we've already talked about Eddie Howe as well says he relies massively on his fullbacks. He loves to get the ball out wide. And I, I just don't know. I feel like both of them positions on either side of the field look really promising. Like, but So, I mean, I can see some comments uh, around around Fraser and around, you know, he needs to start producing. Can he put a ball in the box? Fraser's been, been creating our chances. When you look at the stats in the last few games, chances created, he's he's right up there, and not just within our team. Within when you you look at the the other fourteen teams that are that are down there um, outside of the top six, he's one of the bet the, the the better chance creators. The difference is is we just don't take the chances. We don't we don't score go- goals, and and that's the problem. When they are getting there, people are fluffing them or not not having a clean clean strike. We're not hitting shots on targets and stuff like that. So that. That makes his stats look worse than they actually are because well, he, he doesn't have a, a, a physical assist. I I, I agree with you there. And I, and I, listen, I've said this about saying so many times, right? That people say he hasn't got a final ball, and I counted two or three in one game where the person's missed the chances given them. However, back to these fluff fluff chances and that yeah, Fraser had a few against Leeds where there's a good opportunity there, and he fluffed them. You know what I mean? One yeah. of them, he was struggling with his leg. I, I do give him that. But um, I think what we can all agree on is that he's. We're certainly seeing more of the Fraser that we signed when we signed him. That was the Fraser I was expecting. Yeah, I think um, I think that's what's great to see. That's personally, yeah, no, great, great. I mean, he's got the right fighting, got the right fighting attitude, hasn't he? That's that, that's 100%. what you're looking for him when we're when we're mm. down in the in the position, wee position man. and predicament we're in. Little wee man, yeah, little wee man. Uh, Right, before we move on to the next topic, I just want to give a shout out for this. So, as always, if you do want to become a member of the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel, it's $2.99 a month or $4.99 a month, depending on what you are comfortable with donating every single month. Um, You do get access to the Gallagher Shots Telegram group as well. Um, Mark, it's decent crack in there at the minute. We've got over 120 people in there, I think, at the moment, mate. And it's just a, a chance for fellow Newcastle United fans to, to have a bit of crack um, in interaction with each other. It's just like WhatsApp. So it's back and forwards all day. Put your battery on battery saving <laughs> mode the second you wake up. Yeah, yeah it's well, always I, good enough. I haven't been in it much. I've, this is, I've got... Do you know how many messages I've got? I've just opened it. I'm so sorry for doing this. It's less, less oh, than my. last time, I bet. I've got five point two thousand. <laughs> I don't know. Can you? I don't know if you can see that. I not. Can you see that there? Five. Oh, you can't. Sorry. No, really. Five point two thousand. So yeah. 
but yeah, it, it obviously seems seems like great fun. Seems like great fun, guys. <laughs> I, so I, need to you, get, I need to get involved more. So if you look in the, the the YouTube comments that you can see on the screen now, so you can see the guys that have got the, the little logo at the end of the name, um, like Ian has on the on the screen there. You can see he's got the little subscriber uh, badge on there. So everybody that's in the chat there now with that is in the Telegram group and. Uh, has has a good crack in there there's uh, always loads and loads of conversations every time there's a, a bit of breaking news or something pops onto twitter or other social media people are starting have a dive in there and start chatting about it because it's it's much easier when you're in there to have those conversations with with like-minded people rather than you know finding a tweet and putting your comments in there you you're able to have a discussion with uh with all the rest of the guys that are that are in there and it's uh it's 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 really really it's a good, good laugh. Good it is, it's of people. Great 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 bunch, mate. Absolutely great bunch of, of people in there. Um, unlike Twitter, nobody calls you a nonce either for having an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you become That's a member, you, you get extra things as well. It's not just that uh, access to the Telegram group. You get early access to the videos. Laura's My United went out um, about four days ago, which Mark recorded for us. That was early access. Scott's video, which Deck I mentioned before, the Football Manager Survivor Series, that was early access. There's two more My United's coming in the next couple of days as well, which will all be early access to members only. Um, so, boys, straight back to it. Next topic of debate. Apparently, there's a certain somebody from the South Coast who's only going to Newcastle United for money. Same reason oh, that well, most people go to a new employer. Uh, money and a, a future project so dan ashworth coming to newcastle united highly regarded um changed things when he went to the england setup um deck i'll come new i'm excited with this one it, it shows that the club's going in the right direction yeah it, it's um <clears throat> i think it's easy to say it now that we'll look like we're going to get this guy but let i think we're going to all be honest here and say brighton seemed to be a team you think we we came up the same time as them, right? And we won the league at, at that time when them came up. But when you seen them, how them operated as a football club, not not just results. It wasn't just that. It was what they were trying to do for the women's game. That what everything they were trying to do was in the right way. Do you know what I mean? And of course, they didn't have the biggest amount of money, so perhaps obviously it was going to take longer, and it wouldn't might might not be as quite flamboyant as what ours could be. But we're, we're obviously our guys who are doing the pinching here are quite intelligent because obviously they've pinched him. And you've only got to watch a few videos of the guy and listen to him speak. I mean, he's he's absolutely brilliant. Um, that so, one that you mentioned, the, the, obviously the one which you probably talked about, like as a one with Jay Humphreys, Joe right. Cole, and somebody else for BT Sports. I'm not sure who it was that the third yeah. person was. It was a Jane ass. It might have been actually. I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. I think it, it might have been. been. Um, yeah. but mate, he comes across so holds a conversation as well. He just to just, ask him a question, yeah. and he goes for it, mate. Re Absolutely. Really, really goes for it. And like I said, change yeah. things with the England setup. I, I saw a few comments today, uh, from West Brom fans, I think it was, saying that the club has never really recovered since he left from then. Um, a lot of Brighton fans aren't happy because it's the second Dan all in a week, yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you can't, you, you know, you can't to him. You kind of blame them, can you, for being upset? I mean, it is shit for them. I have to be fair. It is. It is. I would be the same if we were losing that caliber of, of individual at a club. I'd be gutted, but mm. it is what it is, right? What can we do? But so I think in Brighton announced, of... Brighton announced before you go on. Brighton announced today that he's gone on Gordon leave. I think what it means by Gordon leave is that he can't go directly to another football club in a certain amount of time. Because yeah. my personal opinions and thoughts on that, 
is that he can steal the ideas and, and have a huge impact straight away like that from the club that he goes to. Um, same with bringing players with him as well. Obviously, we said weeks and weeks ago that he probably will get appointed after the January transfer window because he has to do that bit of business at Brighton first of all. But yeah, sorry, Digger, for interrupting you. Carry on, mate. Uh, no, I, I was actually going to reference that. I was just going to say, obviously, the gardening leaving. I think even the statement said that he'll, he'll take some time on gardening leaving and then pursue whatever adventures he wants to do, which was basically come to us. Um, I think it, it, it does make sense. I think the window is done now for all. I know we'll be, we'll be preparing for the summer to come. I feel as if he'll be doing work behind the scenes without, you know what I mean, not being on the payroll, but he'll be doing things before it's even announced, really. Um but again, it's it's a position at the football club that we haven't had right for so long, so so long, and again, as you've mentioned there, it's another little sort of foot, little step we're making that is is the right one, and I'm really excited to be fair that he's going to be coming in. And of course, listen, I, I don't know everything about the guy, but I can only say what I'm hearing from other people within the game, and he seems to come with such a high reputation. And again, to go back to that BT Sport interview, he's literally got his finger on every pie. Transfer, everything, everything, marketing, everything. I think it was so a woman's they, team as well, mate. It was everything. Yeah, woman's team, was everything. And, that, and that's brilliant because if, if them ideas come to us, we've clearly got more capital than Brighton. Again, it's another it's another thing about getting on that ladder, isn't it, in terms of progressing and, and be, be, being a better football club. And that's I'm all for that. Like, so it's great. It's all the yeah. infra- infrastructure side of things as well yeah, yeah. that he, he was involved with there and and getting that all all up and running and you know God knows we we need that to happen uh, here at, at Benton, um, but it's it's when you look at the he's what he achieved within the, the England setup as well and you know when he went into that role he he was saying that he wanted to have us challenging for yeah. you know European uh, cups and World Cups within within ten years and. Look! Look what we've done. Eight years later, we're in a a, a Euro final, and we were a, a, a Nats chuff away in the uh, in the World Cup final. So, a what? Sorry, a, a what? A what? Away? Nats, a Nats chuff. A Nats chuff. <laughs> so we're uh, you know World Cup final. We weren't in the World Cup final, mate. We're a Nats chuff away from. Oh, sorry, mate. Final. I was going to say, I see one day, one day, mate. Like you, like you said, one day. Well, what, um, what semis was it? Semis quarter in the World Cup. No idea, I can't remember, mate. But I can't think remember. I think to go to go, I think as well, obviously, a lot of criticism has been that we haven't gotten a director of football in or, or, or a technical director. And there has been a lot of criticism from everyone, really, including myself, even I thought it would. However, it does make more sense that if this was the guy they wanted, then they just have to suck it up and wait, right? You know what I mean? And again, that I mean the, the faith that we've perhaps shown in this guy, even he must love as well. He must be saying, God, you know what it is? You could have moved on and getting someone else in, but you've waited for me. Or, or the opportunity to rise. So um, again, it, it's it's just great, and it's just another thing that the that they're getting right. You know what I mean? They, well, speaking of getting things right, Decker, um, uh-huh. coming straight to to Daniel Van der Butt, who is back as a member, he signed up earlier on. Mm. Uh, fantastic to see the club becoming a living wage employer as well. Mm. It's just constant updates of of step forwards for this football club, mate, and it's something which we haven't had for a long time. Mark, I, I couldn't even tell you the last time I had good news coming out under Mike Ashley's new Castle United. But new owners have been, what, around five months now, if that? Was November the takeover? October? Yeah, October, October, November? Yeah. October. So you've got five months. Like five months and how many things have they done right? And they keep on coming. We'll probably have something extra next week as well. Yeah, I mean, this is the, the first thing that we've heard around, you know, what they want to do 
from a from a community point of view. Obviously, it's not hit, affecting the wider community, but it's affecting the community that work in and around the club. Because um, if you think how many people are employed on a on a match day, from all the catering staff, the bar staff, the stewards, and stuff like that, the impact that's going to have from them just having having that massive rise from from minimum wage up to you know the living wage is is going to make a, a hell of a difference from them uh, their point of view, and then that will have a knock on effect into the the wider economy within the within the region. It, it can so only it be was. A good thing. It was all Newcastle United employees, wasn't it? I'm not sure if the likes of the match day staff in regards to the catering. Is that not outsourced? Uh, well, it was Sodexo, but you would you'd imagine that they yeah in house yeah to to look after the the side of things around the the staffing mm. and that kind of thing. So, um, so and there's the, some great the, people there. There's some great people inside the club. Great people that. We don't even know, right? That do a fantastic job inside that club and, and, and inside the stadium, and it's just it's just another thing that they're trying to get right, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And and to go back to the point you said, Chris says like Mike Ashley wouldn't do anything like that. Do you know what I mean? He, he just wouldn't. So you know, it's uh, the, you just the, look the, at the, the 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 foundation. How many people they employ, and the, the good work that they do with all of the schools, with you know adults that are at risk, that the be a game changer campaigns, all of that that side of things they've got. You know, I think it's nearly a hundred staff that they've 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 got in in the foundation, and the amount of, you know, people's lives that they touch is is huge from from that respect of things that going into all the local schools, you know, on a daily basis, um, running clubs, all of that kind of thing for for kids and adults. So I, I think as well, you're right in what you're saying, and that'll only get better and better because it, let's be fair to them, to, to be fair to them, they've come in in October, and it's just been. It's been manic for them, hasn't it? It really has, because they've literally been having to do everything themselves because they haven't had a technical director. They've been pre- trying to prepare for a January window. They've been trying to save her from relegation. So at the minute, it's kind of all hands on deck. But when things, hopefully, if we stay up and things start to settle down and you know certain people are put in the, the correct positions to run the football club, that's when you'll see more community work happen and other either, other great things you know around the area. So... It'll all come it's in like, time. It's like Mike Ashley's Newcastle United. It's like there was a jigsaw bit in the box and Mike Ashley just got the pieces and just went like that and just threw them away. The new ownership are just picking those bits up one by one now and they're fitting yeah. perfectly together. And, and yeah. honestly, this this club, I'm I'm really hopeful and excited to see where this club will be in five years' time. I'm not thinking about next season or the season after because we don't know where we're going to be. And even if we do get relegated this season, it's not the end of the world. I think we're all sat here, all three of them and we're not overly concerned about being relegated compared to what we have been previously because yeah. the right steps have been taken. You've got the ownership who are still going to put money in the pockets despite our league position, and you've got the appointment of Dan Ashworth there, and he's going to be sticking around for God knows how many years now. So the club is going in the right direction. We might have to drop down because of how we were in the position that we're in when the new ownership came in, but think ahead of that, think five years time, we we aren't going to be sat here and, and thinking oh, are we going to obviously struggle this season or are we going to get with this relegation fight? Fingers crossed we're going to be a comfortable side in the Premier League I, I think as well, in terms of the relegation thing, I think um, it would it would upset us, not necessarily for like standing still almost or having to take that year out, if you like, and a year, year going back. There's a few players I really would love to see we keep, really love to keep and, and try and progress with them players. You probably already know one of them. Um, but <laughs> um, 
but yeah, no, the, the point you make is true. Of course, we understand that if we go down, we've got a we've got an owner owners there now that I'll do everything we can to come back up, and we know that two, three, four, five years time it'll get better, and that's obviously a fantastic place to be in. Um, but I'd also do think. I mean, I watched Bernie Watford the other day there, right? And I thought, I think we've done enough in this window to, to have enough. I do feel we've done enough to to get out of it. I really do. So fingers crossed we can. I think I think we'll just go back to, to what we discussed on deadline day. I think Lingard would have just been the, the cherry on top of the cake. Oh, of course he would have been. And I think if certain things and, and events hadn't happened for Manchester United in the build-up to transfer deadline day, then, then Jesse Lingard would have probably been wearing black and white stripes tomorrow. But he isn't. But we'll just have to rely on the new arrivals. And let's not forget yeah. the current squad as well. Let's not forget those because there's some decent players in there. Some decent players now with the arrival of the new lads, they can up their game as well. Yes, Saints probably being my best player so far this season. Um, obviously, it's going to be a, a flip of a coin between him and Wilson, but Wilson's been injured for, for a hell of a long time now. So you would hope that Joe Willock, Miguel Miron, those sort of players can up their game even further now because the players around them are that extra level above them. Do well, I Gale, think as well, who I just yeah, men- yeah. mentioned before, he, you know, he's got a, a really important part to play in this because, you know, Woods, Woods, you only fit striker other than him. So you, you just hope that he can, you know, do what he did at the end of last season. Was it last season? Or the, yeah, last season where he came in and he scored some important goals. Um, West Brom, and, I think. He came on. Did he not come well, on against West Brom? And yeah, two? Came on, yeah, him and Murphy, wasn't it? So that's, that's the thing is we just need... We need these these squad players when called upon to, to come in and hit the, the the ground running and and pull us towards towards that safety. Um, you know he hasn't he hasn't featured a lot. He's probably one that I expected to, to maybe go in this transfer window. Had we brought in a striker, I think he he probably would have. But it's uh, it's you know he's he's I don't I don't make saying there about the future. I don't necessarily see him him as being having a future here at the club in the long term of things but it at least puts him in the in that shop window doesn't it of, of being able to, to it, show that he can score i goals. think it's to, i think i think mike's talking about all the players there mate i think that he's saying that every player has to up the game if they want to be part of this football club yeah and, and it's a great point because listen we'll go back to what we talked about 10 minutes ago bruno is sitting there in an interview with saying we are a club that i have been told want to be competing in the champions league right that's 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 what he's being told right now what does Almiron think about that? What does Joe Willick think about that? I mean, let's, I will be fair here. Your Richies of the world and things like that. It's probably dumb. It's it's probably passed them by. But your Almirons, your Joe Willicks, there's some there's some players in there have to realise the opportunity they have got. This could be the best opportunity of their career coming up here, right? It really could. Because if Almiron, if Almiron leaves us tomorrow or in the, in the summer, he's, he's not going to go anywhere. That's going to be like what we can offer. At this, at this moment in time, whether it sounds big-headed or not, we are the most ambitious football club probably in the world at the moment in terms of what we are aspiring to try and be. And it's really interesting to see what players want to grab hold of that and move with it. And I think like Almiron and Willick and stuff like that, them should be should be wanting to do that. And I guess we'll know, given their performances and time on the field coming up over the next, you know, to the end of the season, what they can produce. It's a great point. That's a point which I hadn't even thought of. The likes of, and I think, Almiron and Joe Willick really are Probably the two players that I think of, probably even Saint, even though Saint has has performed well most of the season. Now that they're not going to get that move, they're not going to get a 
a forward step in regards That's to a right. football club now that they're not going to get that. Yes, once again, we're no in the relegation zone. There is a potential to get relegated. But going forward, these players, if they knuckle down, get us out of this, this relegation fight, secure the, obviously Newcastle's Premier League status for next season. And if they perform well individually, then they might actually have a future at this football club when we're climbing the league. Exactly, yeah. and it's no longer that stepping stone thing. Of I mean, Maximum Saint said it to be fair. Saint said it up, yeah. He's perfectly. He couldn't have said it any better. And obviously, he clearly knows the drill. He knows the drill that there's a chance here, you know. Um, and it, it's just interesting. It's just interesting. Interesting to see. I know there's, there's there's a few players, of course, we know will not make it, but I am very interested to see, like Sir Joe Linton, for example. I mean, the, and it, it's a funny one, right? Because can, can you become what you want to become with Joe Linton playing centre midfield? I'm I'm not so sure about that, but at the moment, at the moment, he is the one that is really stepped up and being accounted for and yeah. wants to try his absolute best. And um that's what I want to see from Almiron. I want to see that more from Willick, you know. So only time will tell, of course. I think having that having particularly Bruno coming in in the midfield will allow our our other midfielders to to do more of the because how how much have we asked Almiron every time he's came in and this season and lasted just to sit in midfield defend you know cover cover their their runners play out on on the wide it's not letting him play what we signed him for which was getting forward supporting the attacking and, and creating stuff whereas having having somebody alongside him like like Bruno even Joe in his in the in the position and role that he's playing would allow would allow Mickey to do that 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 getting forward where he was at his most dangerous in the in the time that he came in. So it's it, it's was, it's a massive think... place of the, the the team that where we needed it to strengthen, isn't it? Is midfield how how often oh, yeah, have we yeah, we yeah. sat here and said that? And I think it's exactly what you say. Having having that competition for for positions, having more quality in the middle of the park will allow those that maybe have gone a little bit off the boil to to come back to the front and and you know show some of the the better performances that we can we can expect from from them. Well, I think you know there's a couple. Of, there's two players I was thinking there, like Longstaff. He came on against Leeds, and I've been very critical of Longstaff. I thought he was brilliant when he came on against Leeds, and I was actually quite upset when Joe got injured. I was like, oh god, Joe Linton's going off, um, and Longstaff came in was excellent. But thinking about Almiron for a second there, if we're being really honest, the the one sort of um, characteristic and attribute he's got is to work hard, and in terms of grafting his arse off, covering every blade of grass. The problem he's got is his end product, right? Or you know not being able to do the right decision at the right moment when he's through on goal or picking the right pass and stuff like that. That's quality. And I agree with what you're saying in terms of we might be able to try and see that more, but that's his problem. His problem is, is the end ball, is, the, is, is that pass or perhaps that shot. The work rate and the graph you'll get from Almiron is, is always going to be there. Um, it's it's the other side of his game, I think, that needs to improve. But mm. um, We've been going for, for nearly an hour, but I, I just want to touch on a, a couple of things before we wrap this one up. Uh, something which which we've actually spoke about today in, in our WhatsApp group might have actually been in in the, the uh, that group as well, which my mum's got access to. Is is it Telegram or Telegraph? I keep on forgetting. Is it Telegram? Telegram. 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 Yeah. Telegram. It's. I think Roger Telegraph says Telegram all the times. I know. So the Telegram group. Um, so Freddie uh, says this might be a bit controversial, but does anyone? think we might need to consider replacing Wilson in the summer if we stay up. Um, I think we're all in agreement if I say this one. You cannot have your number one striker that's wearing the number nine shirt at Newcastle United injury prone. You can't have it. 
It's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse because he's getting older. And the more injuries you get, you'll break down more and more and more. And the one that he's injured with now, and I'll come back to it, as I said before, he done a little marathon that turn. Nobody touched him, and he's out for the entire season. Pretty much the entire season, yeah. Um, and it, it is a good point. It's not a nice point to talk about because I'm sure the guy who put it on there, I, sorry, I missed his name, apologise. Um, I'm no, no doubt Freddie. thinks he's a great player, Freddie. No doubt Freddie thinks he's a great player. We all know he's a great player. Mark thinks he's the best player we've got. Mark thinks, you know. But you cannot have a player that is, you know, that good and that important to us and miss 30 games. He's missed a season in the time he's been here. It's it's just no good. You've got the, you've got the argument before we we'll carry on. But Wilson, you had the argument last season where people were saying that you, you can't have your forty million pound striker on the bench in John Inton. We've got a, a twenty million pound striker who can't even make the bench because of injuries. Yeah, and, and, and as I say, his age and the history he's got of injuries, it just gets worse. It, it'll just get worse. He'll be injured again next season. It's very very difficult. It's very difficult. You would hope the the improvement in in the facilities and the the medical staff and things like that that we we'll we'll be looking to make would would help him with those issues, but it is massively con- concerning, isn't it, is that he's had these these injuries here and and in, in his in his career, as uh, as Freddie's pointing out again there, yeah, right. um, it's it is somewhere that we need to you know reinforce with without those injury issues, um, you know, so it's it's finding a striker that can score. As many goals as as he's been able to, um, that that's available, isn't it? That's the Kieran, that's Kieran says everybody's uh, looking for. So Kieran says there, it's concerned that a recovery team, which were initially told was going to be four to six weeks, has now become four to five months. Um, it, it has to be down to the player that it has to be down to recovery from a player. I'm not saying that he's not doing the right things, but it's it's reoccurring muscle injuries for. For Callum Wilson, it's something which we've seen since he's been at Newcastle United. It's stuff which have happened in the past at these other clubs. And like I yeah. said, the older he gets and the more football that he's going to be playing, the worse it's going to get as well. He's just not reliable in regards to, to staying fit. Goal scoring, yes, when he's on the field and when he's fit, he's going to get your goals. Of course he is, but you have to get him on, on, on that pitch. And, and for me... He's one of your strikers, and, and well, he's one of the positions. Sorry, that the club are probably already looking at replacing, whether or not you're in the championship or the Premier League next season. Yeah, so, I mean, I got to say that 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 four to six weeks was was figures that were bandied around by the press and the media. Like Eddie Howe again reiterated today that he he'd never put a time on how long he would be out because. They didn't know. They wouldn't know until they, they'd kind of gone through the injuries. And it, like every time he's spoken about it, he's he's always said it's it's not a straightforward one. It, it's only been today that they have then came out and said that you know it does look look longer term. But there's always been that kind of hesitancy to, to say that oh yeah he'll be back he'll be back you know by by x x date. So because mm. I think just because they didn't know and. Because it of, just didn't uh, seem like anything, it, did it? When it happened, not the time. I, I always remember him lying on the floor, like pointing, like holding his his calf, going like somewhere in there, like almost in the visual. It's not really mm. anything, but it's in there somewhere. And I think he tried to continue as well. But as as uh, Max is saying, um, he's been on crutches. I mean, I just what was saw Um, I think it was Kieran Trippy. I was carrying his crutches onto the flight when they went to Saudi. Went to Saudi, yeah. Hell. Yeah, so he was on crutches just, just a couple of weeks ago. Just a week ago, really. Um, yeah. He's on crutches then. Oh, Jesus Christ, why have I gone really big, Mark? What are you Hello, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, I pressed no, the wrong button. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a shame because but it, it, I say it's a shame. We we all knew obviously that the problem was his injury record. We knew that when we signed him, right? But we were in a position where it was an opportunity for to sign someone that has so much quality. And when he plays, there's probably nobody better but that we could attract. No, no question of that. Yeah. But it's definitely something we have to look at in the future. Now, having said what I've just said there, I'm not saying get rid of him necessarily. I mean, he, he could always be second fiddle. Would Wilson play a set? Would he want to be a second fiddle? Perhaps not. But if you can sign another striker that's good enough and have this choice of Wilson Wood and this other person who may come in in the summer, then that's that's maybe all well and good because you've got a fantastic player there in reserve in Wilson. Um, but in terms of to go into next season going, he is the man leading the line. Well, you know, within five to ten games, he's gone. You know that. Mm. Um, so that's difficult. I think yeah. that's why I went after Ekitikias was was somebody that is younger, has got a, you know, a, a future a future ahead of him um, to, to maybe take some of that pressure off Wilson isn't necessarily going to come in and be the the main striker, but would come in and, you know, take take some of that pressure off and, and tide us over. Um well, well we've paid twenty five million pounds for a thirty year old in Wood. So and, and Wood's not the future, is he? Wood's not you know he's another one. The striker, wasn't it? It, it, well, it of course it was. Of course it was. Just but fill again, the void that, that Wood, yeah. Wood was just there to fill the void. That's it. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah. And but he's still going to be there next year, you know what I mean? Um, so he's another one to, to think about, at least. Obviously, Gale will definitely be gone in the summer. Um, That's a great shout by Callum, to be uh, fair. I mean, I would have had him I would yeah. have had him two, three seasons ago when he when yeah. he was first coming through. Um, Absolutely brilliant player. Yeah. He's, when he was in Villa, he went on Villa on loan, didn't he? And he was yeah. fantastic at Villa. So, yeah, he's a good player. He's had some decent, decent time in, in there, and I think, you know, again, with, with having Bruno, having our white players... He's he's got strength. He's got pace. He's he would be a, a nice one there. <laughs> the young lad. Yeah, have you have you heard that? Um, aye, that up and coming prospect like uh, Rob says there, more Leicester. Is he in the cha- <laughs> Is he in the championship? That young the young lad. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Not falling for that one like certain people. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that was a funny video. That wasn't it? Yeah, it's great. Absolutely great. Um, yeah. Is there anything that that you want to touch on before we go there, boys? Well, I just want to ask you, Chris, in terms of tomorrow, what do you think the result? What do you think? I, I don't want to sound too confident because we haven't really been great and, and Everton are, are on the same sort of curve which are what we probably are with their new signings and new manager as well. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think for, for both teams, it's probably a horrible time. for Everton fans are probably looking at Newcastle thinking, Jesus Christ, this is a horrible time to play in Newcastle. Oh. Um, but I'm going to go Newcastle 2-1 win. Just home advantage. That's all I'm going for. Cool. Mark, what's your thoughts? Head, head and heart, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. I think, look, Everton can get be getting that defensively. Um, the the not, They're not great there. They've conceded a lot of goals. Obviously, they've, they've bought uh, Mikhailachenko, the uh, left-back who's just kind of bedding in there. Uh, right back, it depends who plays, because they've had a couple that have played there this season. But, um, you know, it, it's... Do, do you there. expect Ali to play? Ali or Van der Beek? Do you think both? One of them One of them, one one of them, them will. I, I, well, again, whether it's it's a little bit whether whether Lampard's playing games, oh, but he was he was last minute now. kind of saying that 
potentially the neither of them will, will start because they're not they're not fit enough, they're not ready enough to come in. It, it could be a bit of gamesmanship. Um I don't see him seeing see him starting both of those. I think if he's he'll he'll maybe start one and have another on the bench or or have them on there and and, and bring them on. But it's a one where we we've almost got to got to approach it with no fear and, and give it a good go and and try and get at them and particularly in them full back positions get get Maxi running at them get Fraser running at them and and have we need to get our midfielders in and around Wood and and just try and cause like uh Mina at the back for them he's he's got a rick in him he he, he likes the battle so Wood'll Wood'll have to you know play well up against them but it if if it, if the ball can drop one's goal so. We know we're not great at the back as well. You know, we've got the same issues. So I think there's definitely goals in it. So I'd maybe go 2-2. But I hope we'd we'd sneak a a win 2-1. It is is a draw a bad result tomorrow. Depends what then happens on Sunday, isn't it? You've got Everton and Villa. if, If you say could take four points from those two games... You, you think you haven't you've had a decent run of things, which is the same as the Watford Leeds took four points from yeah. them too. So, but you're right though. The, the, go back to me point I said at the very start is if you draw a game but you follow it up with a positive result, that draw looks really good. And and yeah. um, I'm I'm I have, I have a horrible feeling about tomorrow. I have a horrible feeling. Oh, dang, um, I don't put it on I'm a sorry. negative. I'm sorry, I do. I, I really do. I think we could get. I think we could get. Well, turned over is maybe a bit harsh. Like yeah, but. I was thinking maybe three months. Do, do you not three, think we're hard, we're hard to beat Digger? Oh, no, no, well, we are. And I, and I have said that because the last three games there, you know what I mean? We, we have been hard to beat, right? We've, we've, my United was 1 1. The Watford game was, was late on. We've kept a clean sheet against Leeds. So for all everyone bangs on about with defence, we've actually been pretty tight in recent weeks, apart from before that was the Leicester one. But I just, I'm just really worried about tomorrow. Like, I'm really worried. And I think it goes back to the point we started with in regards to change of manager new signings, that just worries us a bit. But, yeah. as you mentioned, Chris, home advantage, the atmosphere is going to be brilliant. Hopefully we've got a few new signings of our own starting. Um, I'm, I'm, okay, okay, I'm going to be really positive here. It'll be 2-1 us. It'll be 2-1 us. My okay. head's not saying that here. No, but <laughs> I'm going to say 2-1 us. I'm going to say 2-1 us. You're in the safety of that swinging pod, Decker. I'm, yes, I'm in the safety of here, yeah. I'm looking forward to the game, though. I'm really looking forward yeah. to the game. I must admit, I am. I, I think it's going to be a great game. How are you doing? Yeah. There you are, Deck. And Max is in with some confidence. Oh, God, Dr. Newcastle. <laughs> I'll see you now, lads. So, apparently, oh, Evan God. haven't won away since August. Uh, hence why Deck is saying, Dr. Newcastle, we'll see you now. <laughs> um, this is what we do as a football team. Oh, we are your resident <laughs> doctor when it comes to we all I wish Max like hadn't put that little fact in there. It's made us less <laughs> confident now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very, very fascinated with the team as well. I'm really, really looking forward to seven o'clock or whatever it'll be to, to see what teams actually out there formation wise who starts. That's going to be really interesting. But um we one thing we do know, lads, is the atmosphere is going to be tremendous before kickoff. Yeah. We know that. So Keelan is asking us if we're going to the game. Yes, yep. we will be there. Absolutely. Um, yep. Mark, where are we going first? Which pub am I meeting you in? I don't know. That's that's what I was saying before. What time we're going out? What time are you finish? I'll work? I'll be in town <laughs> around about quarter to six. Uh, we'll we'll have a we'll have a nice little uh, a little dinner date then before the the match. Yeah, okay. I'll text you. I'm at work myself, but I'll, I'll be at the meetings at some point. I'm sure. I'm getting okay. Away. 
Right, uh, thanks everybody. Been a pleasure as always. Been over 300 of you watching this one <laughs> throughout. Um, so yeah, it's it's been fantastic. Um, like I said earlier, if you do want to become a member, we appreciate that massively. It helps us with the upkeep. Normally, if you are new to the channel, you will see that we do have a studio. We're not in the studio tonight. Um, my youngest has got chicken pox, so I, I was at home uh, today. It couldn't make it to the studio, but yeah, um, it helps us keep with the upkeep of the studio. The studio keeps on improving every single time. New additions all the time, uh, but yeah, thank you very much. If you do want to become a member, just like the video. It's all we ask. Like the video, become a subscriber to the channel. It doesn't cost a thing. Hit that little bell, not mock. Hit the um, <laughs> bell on the screen. <laughs> Mine's massive, like like that, like Dan, Burns. like Dan Burns knob. It was like that. Why do we not speak about Dan Burns knob? Yeah, you can get that on the end of a corner tomorrow. We'll be in luck, I tell you. <laughs> do you reckon you can request a bet for Dan Burns to get the, Dan Burns knob to get the winner? That was some size, like bless him. Absolute enough. monster. Uh, if people haven't really seen it, if you click on the photo, it's Newcastle United um, Twitter account that posted a photo in the tunnel of all five of the new signings. Well, all six of the new signings, if you include Dan Burns. <laughs> at least we know he's all in proportion, eh? <laughs> I wonder what number Big Burns knob got. <laughs> uh, that's why we're that's Burns. obviously, isn't it? Maybe that's, that's, maybe that's the real re reason why I leave Lewis out with the squad. Dumbbell's knobs took up a number. I think that's why he's got a toe injury because I think these knobs just hit his toe. Like it fell out of the pants and just hit his toe. That's why he's got a toe problem. Right. Thank you, everybody. It's been that's a classic from Keegan. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. See you later. Yeah, Thanks. Sports Social Podcast Network.